Here we go. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back, oh everybody. This thing is so up in my crotch. <laughs> Fuck, look! <laughs> I'm trying to move this table and Thanks. it's kind of heavy. Okay. Thank you. Um, Enjoy that intro, guys. guys. with us for a long time even from the beginning and we cannot say thank you enough and I know a lot of you have been asking a lot lately how do you make your own podcast well it's simple I use anchor Anchor anchor.fm which is the website or there is an app or you can go on your computer whatever you want to do it's the easiest way Um, it is run through Spotify so that is one of the first uh, platforms that you'll be able to distribute your podcast out onto and there's lots of different it'll stream to at least I think 10 different platforms or more um, I'm going to give you a quick rundown about how it works anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer so no matter where your setup is like you can start creating today today and tell me what your podcast name is because you know I'm gonna listen Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. I know a lot of you have been asking for video. Don't worry, I'm working on it. With Anchor, creators can earn money, yes, yes, you heard that right, in a variety of ways, including ads like this one and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. That's what sold me even though it didn't have to sell me because it's free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy listening. I almost swallowed a table with my vagina. (laughs) (laughs) This is Bloody Baba's podcast. Thank you and good night. Um, Honestly, I had started recording earlier (laughs) talking about like putting her titties on the table or something i'm like we won't we won't go with that intro okay here's why we are sitting down on the floor around a coffee table my parents have a really comfy rug like it's not bad to sit on this floor down here but 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 where the microphones are when we were testing the the sound so it won't be a travesty like episode 37 was i needed to be closer and then i was like because i don't think hey tables can move who says coffee tables can move? Not Shauna. Um, I thought I would just have to sit with my boobs up on the table. <laughs> and then I gotta laugh away from the microphone because it's catching it. And then, and then the fucking leggy things underneath were all, hey, vagina. <laughs> so, what's happening over here on this Tuesday yeah, evening? Sometimes I sit here and Sunday I get evening. sad about our one-star reviews, and then we say <laughs> things like this, and I'm like, all right, I get, get it. it. But you're still here. You're still listening. And my badge is a one star. Give her one and a half. He's fine. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh man. Isle of Men. Isle. Oh yes. I'm like, what are you talking about? Isle of Men. Yeah, that's our new country. Hey. Isle of Man. I won't lie to you. I didn't know where you were. Yes, yeah, same. And I looked it up, and then I looked at pictures. Mm-hmm. And me and Sean were like, we need to go. So I've decided my life goal, you know, 
amongst, amongst, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Amongst, it's, it's fine. Amidst, she doesn't have them anymore. No, I don't. Still, <laughs> still brewing a human. She, and we keep vibing with a girl. Like, that's what my son keeps saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just, he's so intuitive and amazing with his little self. But uh, anyways, um, I told John, I'm like, I want to eventually one day, if we ever get to do like live shows, like, you know, like I aspire I want to go to every one of the countries that I've had because I've saved all the screenshots. I have them all. Yep. And they'd stay on Anchor. I haven't gotten away from Anchor. Obviously, you guys probably hear the ads and you probably skip through them, and that's mine. I skip through ads too. Yeah, I do too as well because I still, like, I always talk about the Morbid Podcast because that's what got me into podcasts. And I love Ash and Alina so much. And I'm just a sucker for Two Crime Garage. Oh, shout out to Two Crime Garage and what I texted you about them. So, (laughs) my husband and I are listening to them. And the person they were talking about, this chick, was, she was, like, banging everybody, and, like, she used to be a cheerleader, and, like, she worked at a hospital as a nurse in the ICU or something. Holy shit. And she would, like, do backflips in the hallway, and I'm like, okay, well, I mean, whatever, I guess teach your own, but, like, <laughs> when you're, like, 30, late 30s, early 40s, like, maybe don't, and then flirt with everybody, even though you're married, this, that, and the other. Oof. Anyway, his words were, he, he was talking about when the police were interviewing her and he's like did they say uh listen here you boner smoker and i just fucking lost it i was laughing so hard i would love in a police interview to hear <laughs> boner say smoker. that listen here boner smoker well that's like um <laughs> the i don't know donahue i was trying to see what the case might have been i don't know what they put on uh netflix or not daniel's Danielle Stislicky? I don't know. That was, I know that, that was one of the friends, one of the first, one of the husband who she was cheating on, friend, his last name is Teets. <laughs> we all thought we liked him until we found out more about Teets. Oh, he wasn't the Teets. <laughs> he was not the Teets. Not the Teets. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. Story of my life. Mom right. brain is like. brain plus mom brain. Yes. Boop, boop, boop. Yes. And but um, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I haven't even told Shauna what it's about. I'm sorry. Also, shout out. Well, that's what we were saying with Isle of Man. Oh, Isle of Man. So glad yes, I'm so excited. Yes. Country number 38. And for all the other countries and states and and we're gonna come. We're gonna do live shows in every single one of them. All yeah. of them. One day. It's one night. That's my bucket list. I don't care if I'm 80 years old and telling you about murder. She's gonna push me around in a wheelchair because I'll be footless. My diabetes will have taken over. <laughs> She wouldn't even know her name. Where are my feet? Which will be much like the podcast now. So, yeah, it won't be any different. <laughs> All right, now onwards and upward tour. Yeah. So, this is actually not. Okay, this isn't a true crime case. What? So, yeah. It's. But it's fucking wild. Fantastic. So, I don't know what this person's actual name is, but this was another request off of Twitter. I know it's not Nate, but I do love him, and I talk about him every episode, and I will forever and every night. We love Nate, we love Mandy, we love Ian. We love all of you who listen. But But wait till you hear this. I I believe he goes by he, him, so I hope those are your pronouns. Um, So I put, um, because I've been putting at the top of my notes, like, who requests these cases, because I feel like that's really important, and I don't want to forget, because I would like to give you guys your glory and wonderment, and I appreciate you so much. Yes. So this case is a little bit different from our normal gore and murder, and it was suggested by our friend whose Twitter handle is anti-gay. Oh, I thought it was he him. Sorry, thank yeah. you, anti-gay. But no, it, okay, I, he I, him, I, I, I love know. you. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry. 
PM anti-gay. Anti-gay Twitter. Love that's all. That's where we're gonna go from that. Moving from. Sure. But anyways, so um, but the level of weird. This level of weird is right up our alley, and I can't wait to see. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the hell that was. I don't know. I wanted to burp, and then that noise came out of my mouth. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, I can't wait to see and hear what you guys all think of this wild, bonkers case. Um, so this case is of Natalia Grace Bennett. Um, this story has been compared to the movie Orphan, um, a movie about a young Russian girl who gets adopted by a family and who ends up turning out to be a 33-year-old con artist. Yeah, don't say spoiler. She's not young. <laughs> well, I don't really know. But a 33-year-old woman trying to seduce the father and kill off the rest of the family. Yeah. I really liked, I like Orphan because it was, it was, I don't know, I thought the acting in it was really great. I know a lot of people don't really care for that movie, so if you don't like it, I'm sorry. If you yeah. haven't seen it, lots of spoilers. She's a killer. Yeah. Or she and tries she's to be a killer. Young. Yeah. She's currently 33. 33. <laughs> Even though the actress <laughs> is like a teenager though, but. Yeah. It's I, the movie, the concept mm -hmm. in my mind mm -hmm. was interesting and yeah. unique. Different but the, take. the way the the, I don't remember because it was years ago, but like. I should turn that down. Sorry, folks. Um, if you don't like watching birds be, uh, but I anyway. Hurt, but but the concept that. for sure was good. But let's yeah, onward. But okay, so <laughs> like I said, um, Natalia Grace Bennett. Um, her story. I was like, her story's crazy. So her first birthday is said to have been on September fourth, two thousand three. I said first for a reason, and we'll get to that here after a while. Um, she had been given up by her previous adopted family and was then adopted by Christine and Michael Barnett. Um, they were under the impression... Yes. I'm fine. Impressing. Impressing. Mm -hmm. They were under the impression that she was a six-year-old girl originally from the Ukraine with a type of dwarfism called... Uh, Spondylophyseal? Something... Okay. That was on point. That was exact. I am a doctor. <laughs> I magically got my doctorate in t a week. So she has a type of dwarfism, and it. Um, I explained the condition because I wanted to know what the hell that was because I can't say it. Okay. This condition affects the bones in the spine and can result in difficulty breathing, early onset arthrit arthritis, I can't, and weak joint mobility. Mm. So that's what, like, she had issues with walking, and she was small in stature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the Barnetts had three other children, um, Jacob, who was a physics genius, um, his achievements were actually in the spotlight in the early 2000s, I don't know if I mentioned the other two children in this, I might later on, if not, they're four kids total, but, but nobody cares about them, apparently, <laughs> oh my god, that's not Sorry, great, that's my family, it's hilarious, but not really, <laughs> so it was pretty normal the first two years that they had Natalia, but um, after those two years, the Barnetts filed a motion with the Marion County Superior Court to get the child's birth year changed from 2003 to 1989. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Mark, making her not eight years old, but actually 22. These people were super convinced they had been duped by a Ukra Ukrainian woman posing as a child to get people to take care of her. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to stop with my notes for a I mean, me second. If I wasn't married. Oh. <laughs> That's like in that scene in Bridemaids. Help me, I'm poor. Yeah. Me. <laughs> now. Always. Um, but there's a doc. Dr. Phil ended up going and interviewing her. Okay. And I'm like, and I'll, I think I have the link 
in my notes. Do I have it? No. Maybe we should just do little blurbs where we pause and then we play the little thing. Yeah, I we, should. We should. Well, well, it's more I want it. them to go and look at her. I know, but it still seems like super professional and that'll make yeah, us no. think we're kind of a little bit more professional and maybe it'll help us get less one star ratings. <laughs> or, so what? It just makes us feel a little bit better and cooler. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually got that planned for um, episode 40. Oh, I like it. Because, um, yeah, episode yes. 40. Sorry. Well, um, <laughs> it's fine. No, but I, um, well, Morbid ended up covering a case I was wanting to do. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I didn't want to be like, oh my God, you guys are copying them. People and talk shit. Really people, yeah. Because I remember they did a case and then Crime Junkie, which is another big, huge, ginormous, amazing podcast. Mm -hmm. They covered the same case in the same week. And they're like, we did not get to rub together and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Well, and I think they'd give each other shout outs if they did. So yeah, exactly. And be like, like, oh, let's just be good and enjoy things. That yeah. Like and sometimes you hear interest. different things. Yep. Like when I was researching for the first, the uh, freaking Hillside Stranglers, I learned a lot from other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. now okay. that the babbling is over, well, but now. yeah, for now, exactly. So, um, these people were not super convinced they, or they were convinced they'd been duped. Um, they ended up taking this supposed, she's legally eight years old, her birth year was not changed, so they take her to an apartment in Lafayette, Indiana, and they paid for the rent. And the family ends up taking off to Canada and leaving this said child in an apartment by herself mm. because um, their, like I said, their son was a super genius and they were going to, um, in physics, and there's actually like a story on him in like 2020 or Dateline or something mm. like that about like how intelligent he was and they moved to Canada to, um, so he can go to school and make his brain even bigger. So, Fantastic. <laughs> leaving this child, I put quotes, child unattended. So in one interview with the Daily Mail, um, there was this is where I got a lot of the notes from, was this interview. Um, Christine said things changed soon after the adoption went through. Um, she stated Natalia started behaving in ways that didn't correlate with the age she was stated to be. So um, they adopted her when she was six. She's six. Six. Yeah, right. I'm really conflicted about this one. It's 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 a doozy. Auntie Gay, you 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 did me you did me a, a doozy. It's solid. Yeah, it's solid, solid for doozy. my solid doozy. I'm mm -hmm. fine. She said she was had a very advanced vocabulary for a child of her age and was even showing signs of her already having her period as there were blood stains in the girl's underwear at six years old. Which I mean that's not impossible, but very but but like with her dwarfism, like I don't. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Right. Right. There's right. more about that later. So Christine said a bone density test done on Natalia suggested she was at least 14 years old at the time of the adoption. That next year, um, Natalia's mental health began to deteriorate. Um, Christine claimed Natalia threatened to stab her and Michael while they slept, poured bleach in Christine's coffee, and even once tried to push Christine into an electric fence. But I'm like... Not that the, I don't know if these things happened, I wasn't there, right. but I'm like, if she's got these issues with being her size and age. Can she just punch her across the fucking lawn? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not only that, but if she's got all this, these, like, issues with being, having dwarfism, mm -hmm. like, how would she be able to push her? Like, mm. you're a grown-ass adult, and this little person, uh, okay, I just, I'm fine. Okay. So, Rant over. Natalia ended up being treated for various psychiatric disorders by specialists who said that Natalia told them she was indeed an adult. This is when they filed the motion to have her birth year changed. 
so now we're moving to 2013. I don't know when. So she so was. When did they leave her in the hotel? Uh, that's when she was left because she was born in 2003, Quite so to speak. Right. Um, so she was adopted in 2011, and then 2013 is where we are now. Okay. I was just trying to give us a timeline. I graduated in 2011. Hey-oh! I graduated but anyway. in 99. <laughs> Hey-oh! <laughs> <laughs> um, so in 2013, that's when the family rented her the apartment, set, set her up with a social security number, welfare really? programs, and then they moved to Ontario, Canada. So they weren't assholes. They're like, listen here, you duper. We're <laughs> going to set you up. No, leave yeah. us the fuck alone. Right, basically. Okay. So, like I said, moved to Canada for their son to um, study f- further physics at. Um, Christine ended up having no... I'm saying I'm a lot. I'm so sorry. Christine had zero contact with the supposed eight-year-old girl and was fearful she would find another family to con a life out of. So, this child, if she's a child, she went on to live a year by herself and was fine. Oh, yeah. Nothing. There was no issues. Buying her own tampons. Probably. I don't... She's (laughs) like, I don't know what child could thrive and not have the neighbors questioning anything, but nothing was suspicious. Mm. It's my favorite word. Don't be suspicious. Mm. So I'm like, how is, I'm like, I think of myself, we moved here when I was eight. I'm like, I ended up being late to school one day as an eight-year-old because I was watching Bob the Builder. Mm. I'm like, I was not responsible. But you weren't, you were actually eight. Yeah, you I was like actually eight. Like pretending to be eight. Right. So, so to speak. That. So to speak. It's just, and looking at her, it's really... I just don't fucking know. It's, well, that's that's how it works. Yeah. she doesn't look it. No, the she doesn't. The opposite of Benjamin Button, or is that the Benjamin Button? I don't know. Maybe she looks super old when she was born. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She's but, came out of prune. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this makes me think of that SpongeBob episode where the grandma is literally just a spine and a head. <laughs> he's, he's selling chocolate! Chocolate! What did you say?! <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite Spongebob episodes. Anyways, so Christine and her husband, Michael, they, um, later on, they ended up divorcing um, since the case has begun, but they were charged on September 11th, uh, I think this is in 2000, I don't know what years this is, mm-hmm. yep, with two counts of felony neglect of, an a, a de- of a dependent. So Christine claims of the bone density test conducted confirmed Natalia was 14 years old, um, the affidavit was reviewed, and Dr. Riggs at the Peyton Manning Child's Children's Hospital estimated that same year she was, in fact, approximately eight years old. So the bone density test showed she was eight. That's what the doctor said. <laughs> so Whatever. then we go to medical records. Also showed that in June of 2012, a skeletal survey at the same hospital found Natalia to be around 11 years old, according to the affidavit. This is stuff from the I pulled from the court documents. Affidavit also said that Michael Barnett confirmed to police on September 5th that a court changed Natalia's birth year from 2003 to 1989. He also said Christine told Natalia to tell people she was actually 22. Michael allegedly told police that he and Christine knew the doctors at the hospital determined Natalia was in fact a child and that he believed Natalia was a minor when the family relocated to Canada and left her alone in Lafayette. Oh, really? So I'm like, I'm wondering I'm like, I'm wondering just because, you know, him and his wife divorced, so they were like, oh, we're gonna just... But wasn't he effing her? So, come on. Then that would mean you're fucking a minor, you sicko. Well, no, that's just the movie The Orphan. Okay. I don't think they were. They're a lot of stuff off of the movie. (laughs) But it's just, it's crazy, like, the correlation between it, because it's so freaking similar. So, um, 
Um, despite these details, Michael's lawyer, Terrence Kinnard, disputed these claims. Kinnard said Michael never said he knew Natalia was a child and claimed the affidavit was very selective about which medical reports it cited. So there's just a lot that's just fallen through the hoops or wasn't accurate. I don't know. So there isn't much to say in fact to confirm the actual age of Natalia. Um, She's now living with this family. Um, They're called the Manns family. Their last name is Manns. M-A-N-S. Manns. Yeah, Manns. Um, In Indiana, she uh, full-on denies she's a scam artist and denies allegations that she even tried to poison Christine Barnett. She maintains the fact that she is, in fact, 16 years old at that <laughs> time. She's still six? Or what? Six. Right. She's just <laughs> six, forever six years old. No, at the time, I don't remember when I was, because, okay, 2003, she would be 18 this year. Did I do my math right? I don't know. I'm not good at math. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Someone's going to be like, you're an idiot. Nope. I think it works. 2003. Well, well, that's Ethan. Was born in 03. So, Ethan, wait a minute. I'm a mother of somebody who was Ethan born Ethan was year. born in 2003. Yes, my nephew will literally be 18 soon, <laughs> like in the next few weeks. I'm such a good mom. Oh, I'm wow. a terrible aunt, and I'm fine with that. You're, you're fuck off. You're the aunt. That's like not on, that's not, I mean, I know you're the birthday queen, but hello. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, you didn't birth him, it so, you know, there's, I'm there's, still, there's, still it's mommy. Well, yes. Whatever. Okay. No. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so th- at the time of all the notes that I was finding in the interview with Dr. Phil, she was claiming she was 16 years old and the age that Coruscant... Spo- uh, Coruscant? Coruscant! <laughs> I dropped my Coruscant! Oh my god, it corresponds with her year of birth on her U- Ukrainian birth certificate. So, I like I put in here, I watched the clip of the interview she did on Dr. Phil and her behavior. Befi- be- mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm done. This is, this is where it ends, guys. Yep. I tooted. She Her did. behavior was <laughs> rather <laughs> sketchy. She's been newly adopted at the, at the time of the interview and was 16 years old. Although, in my opinion, I was like, she looked heavily mature for a 16-year-old. And then I, I, like, I went and read the comments of the people. And they're like, she doesn't look like a 16-year-old child. Could you have looked at when she was six? Yeah. When you took her to a dentist. Did she have all her adult teeth? Right. Because when you're sick, I think about dentists. So somebody's like, gonna be like, you know what, Shauna, you're absolutely wrong, and then they're gonna pull up some facts for me, and that's fine. I would love I would to be told that. wrong, but I look forward to this my one knowledge day. and having five children at six years old. You do not have all your adult teeth. Right, you're losing your little baby teeth first and getting those adult teeth coming in. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I have a 10-year-old and a 9-year-old who are still losing teeth. Yup. Alright. Okay. Rant over. So I'll post pics to show that she just doesn't look, she doesn't look 16, but I know that there's kids out there who mature faster and I don't right. know if dwarfism would prevent that or enhance that. I don't Or this specific no. type of dwarfism or yeah. just genes in general because I don't think you have to have dwarfism to possibly look and like an infant when you're 30. Right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, I could be wrong. I was like, I probably am, but still something with her responses to the vague-ass questions Dr. Phil asked her were just that, vague. And, and the fact that she knew so much about President Roosevelt. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> How did she know what he was wearing on the 12th of July? <laughs> How did she fucking know? What are your secrets? <laughs> Do you hear me, Natalia? <laughs> right into us. Oh, Natalia. In one clip, he full-on asks her, are you a 33-year-old scam artist? And she simply says, 
no no i am not with like a half giggle and a weird ass smirk like <laughs> no i'm not <sighs> no. it was just weird but a scam artist and a, somebody like that if with they're not gonna they're not gonna say they are they're especially like, not on national television yeah, so natalia i'm almost done with my notes here but um natalia said that she felt loved and was happy when she had first uh, been adopted by the Barnetts, and she's like, I okay. She says, I actually thought I had found the right family after bouncing from a lot of families. And then I put in parentheses here. It said 30 different families supposedly was the number in the Dr. Phil clip I watched. Um, I thought I had. She's like, I thought I had found the right family for me. She had surgery for her dwarfism, and that's when things went downhill. And her parents started questioning her age. In a different article, it said she had already had her period, as earlier mentioned, and that she even had pubic hair. Not super likely, but not unlikely. Mm -hmm. And the family she is with now said she has been with them for six years, and that Natalia does not menstruate at all. Like, she's going through menopause. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hold on. Like Christine claimed, I, and I put in parentheses, I'm like, possibly related to dwarfism, or is it already menopause? <laughs> yeah, I went there. Yeah. Great minds, baby. Great minds. <laughs> like, that's so fantastic. Because I'm like, well. Yeah, that's Because my mom's, my mom's friend's daughter, she's in her 30s, I think, and she was already starting to go through menopause. Like, mm -hmm. she wasn't even supposed three to have her three kids, yeah, and yeah. she ended up having three kids. So, I just. <laughs> this is why we are sisters. <laughs> so, um, with the neglect charges on the Barnetts, they pleaded not guilty on September 27th. Michael Barnett has filed a motion to dismiss both counts on fel of felony neglect of a dependent. They had Good. a pretrial rescheduling set for November 11th, 2019, Addie's birthday, my mm. niece, and a jury trial on January 28th, 2020. Later on in 2020, the charges were initially dropped. Good. That poor family, those years waiting, though. Holy stuff. Yeah. But I was like, overall, this story is a wild ride of emotions and trials and tribulations. Um, if, if she found a family and is, in fact, a teen, she would be 17 this year. If not, then, well, I hope adult, 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 adult. wow, here she goes, guys. Try again. Adulthood treats her accordingly. Yeah. Because, I mean, technically, she's the age of a grandma. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and she's the size of one, too. So, I just, anti-gay. Kudos, my Thank friend. You. They, um, I think he's. I'm really bad at that's miss. I don't fucking know. I don't know what she's saying. I don't. We're all in this together. Let's figure it out. <laughs> I, I don't want to be misgendering anyone. Oh, gotcha. That would feel absolutely fucking horrible. Well, and if that's the case, if we are misgendering, we apologize. We yeah, meant no disrespect and let us know. Because their at is Duchess Samal Samala. A stern lesbian is good for everything. For everyone. He goes, they go by he, she, and they. Okay, okay, so I did not. And I love, so I'll fill out the I'll be like, hey -o! Yeah. They, um, they've, re they've requested another, um, a 19th century historian murder lady. Nice. So, um, I've got that Thank on my you. list. So, um, yes. And guess what, guys? Guess what? Guess who brought a freaking <laughs> rabbit hole? I did. For the first time in forever. forever okay. I have something to read to you. That's what we do. Yeah. What did I say I was going to call this? I, I forgot. Don't fucking know. Something uh, about Edgar Allan Poe. No, I know that. Yeah. But okay. I was. I, whatever. I, I thought I had a fun name, but now I can't remember. It probably was, but it was probably the greatest name ever. It was probably really wicked cool, and people were like, ah, oh, Peeper. Peeper. Peepers. Peepers? Anyway, I don't remember what I was going to call this little rabbit hole, but it's just um, random info. It, it's it's nothing 
And yet it's everything. <laughs> All right. Lay it on me. I don't know how many... Oh, I don't know how well, to speak, first of all. Welcome to podcast where we don't know how to use first our words. And foremost. My this name is Shauna, and I don't speak well. All Hi, right, so. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> I'm fine. Yep, I love it. I love okay, it. So, okay, so, here we go. Just just spitting out information for you guys. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. We don't have spilt fil- or pop filters. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we don't have them. Nope. Edgar Allan Poe died mysteriously after having been missing for six days. Though still alive when he was finally found, he was wearing someone else's cheap clothes and not coherent enough to tell where he'd been. He disappeared en route to his own wedding. What? Poe's death left a mystery that has lingered for more than a century. There are many speculations as to what happened before his passing. And what causes death, but no death certificate <laughs> seems to have been filed. Remix. Yeah. <laughs> A local newspaper reported post-cause of death as congestion of the brain, supposed to be a euphemism for alcohol poisoning. I really oh. like the congestion of the brain. And by the way, I got these um, these little randos Facts. from Weird History. Oh, so. okay. Alright, so that one was about Poe. How are all? If you guys want some wicked cool paintings of things Edgar Allan Poe related, go see our friend Wildling Wonders Art. Plug. Or if you want just wicked, weird, amazing, beautiful art and photography and all other freaking amazing things, her boothang, dystopian. Yes. I'll add their links into our show notes. Make a little note to do that, Nicole. Yes, ma'am. Notes taken. And we love you guys. Ian, Mandy, Nate, and. Anti- Anti-gay. Anti-gay. Love you guys so much. Love you so much. Okay, Theodore Roosevelt. Teddy. Wrote his undergraduate thesis. Thesis. Hey, guys. Thesis <laughs> in 1880 about equal rights for women. What? Theodore Roosevelt's 1880 inauguration. No. Not that word at all. Let's start. Let's start with actual the actual word. 1880 undergraduate. Yep. Thesis at Harvard was titled The Practicability of Equalizing Men and Women Before the Law, which argued for women's rights, including property ownership, and argued that women ought to keep their birth names upon marrying. Huh. You'd purely, in the abstract, I think there can be no question that women should have equal rights with men, especially as re- regards the, the laws relating. I'm You're doing not great. Laughing. I'm really not. <laughs> Especially as regards the laws relating to marriage, there should be the most absolute equality between the two sexes. Uh-huh. I do not think the woman should assume the man's name. Oh, Right? In 1880. Wow, you hey. go, Teddy Roosevelt. Hey See, and we could find out more about Teddy Roosevelt if that chick would actually say her fucking real age. But no, she's going to lie and say she's 16 or 15 or 12 or whatever. Negative 7. All right, here we go. Janice Joplin. <gasps> I love Janice Joplin. Janice Joplin wanted her funeral to be a rager and left money in her will dedicated to the party. I mean, she died really. She died at my age. She was 27. Wasn't she a part of the 27 Club? Yeah. Yeah. Janice Joplin's will stipulated that $2,500 go to throwing a hard partying funeral for her. Fuck yeah. The funeral was held in a popular rock venue. She used 
Tab shows that, and many of her musician friends performed. The 300 attendees got drunk and partied hard. Fuck the yeah. invitations to the event read, Drinks are on Pearl, a reference to Joplin's nickname, and, and an estimated 300 guests were in attendance. The Wake was held at Lion's Share, a popular rock venue in San Anselmo, California, which had hosted many of Joplin's gigs, and several of her musician friends, including the Grateful Dead, performed in her honor. Aww. Right? She's the Grateful Dead. This one I'm going to send you because I like the picture. Yes, please. Okay, so in 1749, the Duke of Portland and Earl of Chesterfield made a bet that they could advertise something impossible and fools would pay for it. Ooh. Fools? Okay, so in 1749, a stage show was advertised. A where? A what? Was advertised where a man would squeeze his body into a wine bottle. What? It was a bet between the Duke of Portland and the Earl of Chesterfield that they could advertise something impossible and get fools to pay for it. The sold-out theater rioted when no performer showed up. The Bottle Conjurer was the stage name given to an anonymous theatrical performer advertised to appear at the Haymarket Theater in England on January 16, 1749. While on stage, the acrobat was to have placed his body inside an empty wine bottle in full view of the audience. Following a non-appearance, appearance, the audience rioted and gutted the theater. Gutted it. Sorry, I, I found that. See, again, information that it's just going to be in your brain and you can either absorb it or shit it. I don't care. Um, in 1719, John Law offered prisoners in Paris freedom in exchange for marrying a prostitute and moving to Louisiana. <laughs> in That's where them prostitutes goes down, Louisiana. In 1719, prisoners in Paris were offered freedom at the condition they would marry a prostitute and move to Louisiana. Anyone who agreed to the bargain was shackled together until they boarded a ship to sail to the Gulf Coast. Unfortunately, when people arrived in Louisiana, they had little provisions and no shelter. John Law desperately to, oh, wow, they didn't write this that well, so John Law, I'm assuming, desperate to prove that his Louisiana territory was profitable, both the influx of criminals and other less-than-ideal immigrants. Many of the well-to-be immigrants who had come in an attempt to shape the new colony found themselves packing up and moving to New Orleans. In 1720, John Law was relieved of his position and forced to flee to Brussels. He later moved to Venice and made a living off of gambling until his death. Oh, I'm a silly man. In 1942, <coughs> Joe Lewis, an African-American professional boxer, volunteered to fight in the war. Oh. When world champion boxer Joe Lewis voluntarily joined the U.S. Army in 1942, he was asked about his decision to enter the then racially segregated organization he replied, lots of things wrong with America, but Hitler ain't going to fix them. He is widely regarded as the first person of African-American descent to achieve the status of a nationwide hero within the United States. Hell yeah. And it was also a focal point of anti-Nazi sentiment leading up to and during World War II. Mike he was drop. instrumental in integrating the game of golf, breaking the sports color, bar color barrier in America by appearing under a sponsor's exemption in a PGA event in 1952. 1952 was the year my parents were born. Just the other day, you know. Yes, it was, was a Tuesday. Ten years. <laughs> it's always a Tuesday. <laughs> 
1967, I believe this is my last one. Just kidding, it's not. Ha 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 ha, had you fooled. In 1967, Muhammad Ali was stripped of his heavyweight title and his passport revoked and faced a five-year prison term for refusing to serve in the U.S. Armed Forces at the height of the Vietnam War. Whoa. He was 29 to 0 and he was forcibly sidelined at the peak of his abilities. That's 29 to 0. I don't know 29, that means he's 29 and 0. He's undefeated. That's oh, how many okay. wins he has. Okay. Well, that made sense when you said it like that, but when I have a 29-0... It doesn't make sense. 29 and out. Brain. Thank you for clarifying. Undefeated. R.I.P. I apologize that I didn't know that, you guys, and I... We're not really huge boxing fans, but I, I at no, least know that. But but now I feel like a complete fucking <laughs> dumb moss, and like, it's fine. It's all right. We're too The Supreme Court the eventually... <laughs> Sorry. It, it, it is what it is. Okay. The Supreme Court eventually reversed the conviction... 8-0, I don't know, 8 to oh, 0 but he endured scorn and lost millions at the peak of his abilities. Oof. After retirement, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's syndrome. Aww. Yeah. And he died of that. Yes. Ali became a martyr to some and others an advertisement for the abolition of the sport. To others still, he was an example of bravery and persistence in the face of disease as he continued to champion peace and children's causes, traveling extensively called upon to promote understanding between East and West Muslims and Christians. Thank you very much for doing that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Legend of Half Hang It Maggie. I thought you were going to say Half-Ass Half-Assed Maggie. Oh, I have a bet from Matt. Okay. It's fine to see. Nope. I am contagious. In 1724, Margaret Dixon was hanged <laughs> but later found still alive. Whoa. She then was allowed to go free because under Scott's law, her punishment had been carried out. Only later were the words, until dead, added to the sentence of hanging. Maggie was sentenced to hanging after committing infanticide on her illegitimate child. Yeah. Tradition has it that while in the tollbooth jail, Maggie seduced her hangman and he loosened the rope to let her survive. However, it happened she lived. She then became famous okay. in Edinburgh and beyond and gained the nickname Half Hang It Maggie. And that, my friends, is the end of my rabbit hole. Crazy information for your brain that you can choose to keep or dismiss. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My best friend, I don't know if she listened to my podcast and she's probably not going to be thrilled that I said this, but it's funny and it's happening right now. So she's at work, and she's like, I literally am just sitting here just chilling because I don't have a whole lot to do. And she's like, I'm sitting on a, a piece, a pile of papers to m help them make flat. And I'm like, yeah, with your flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, the truth, though. <laughs> Shana, I'm sorry if you listen to this. I love you so much. It's all right, Shana. And your flat ass. Okay. Um, no, she's, that's my, that's my PIC. That's, that's my girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. What a doozy. That was cool. I'm like, I just, ugh. That the whole murder of the infant thing is just sitting in my head right now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. It's just like, ugh. Like I sit here and like, because I'm still not in my third or my second trimester. Oh god, third my trimester. That's not till like summer. <laughs> um, yeah. Send your good vibes, guys. I'm gonna be pregnant all through summer. She's gonna be pregnant for a while. For a hot while. Mm -hmm. By the time this comes out, it'll be Tuesday. So Wednesdays are when my weeks are. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, I conceived on a Wednesday. 
Um, maybe. I don't know if that means that. But yeah, Wednesday, I, I will it. be 11 <laughs> weeks. Nice. Yes. Only don't want to think about it because because of reasons. The circumstances of yeah. this immaculate conception. Exactly. <laughs> story and I'm sticking to it. Um, hey, where can you find us? Um, you can find us on the Facebook. Um, we just have a page. I've been considering making a group because I think that would be maybe m m better because it's know. easier. Should we do a group, guys? Hey, do hey, you guys hey, want hey. a group? And we'll put it um, in our Facebook page because we've had a lot of interaction. We have. And it's been pretty fucking crazy. And me and Shauna just like send pictures of how many engagements we've had, like, and people visiting our page. And it just, like, we're, like, mind-blown. Like, holy crap, that's a lot of humans. Yeah. Uh, like, Especially when people talk about how Facebook is failing and people are leaving. Well, not bitch where. So far, we're doing all right. So, yeah. appreciate you. So, yeah. Facebook, um, Bloody Babbles podcast page. Uh, Instagram is the same, Bloody Babbles podcast. That's where we usually post all the pictures of the cases that we discuss. And um, sometimes funny memes, too. I've been trying to be better about that. Dude, can I start A lot interrupt. of people interact on there. I hadn't been on Facebook in so long that yesterday, because yesterday was six years, nine months. Yeah. Uh, I sober. To, yeah, sober. Sober. Um, um, I wanted to, I'm like, well, I haven't been on, I have no idea how to add pictures on that fucking thing anymore. I'm like, I don't know how this works. It's nuts. And my stepmom knows how to do it. I'm like, well, what? Teach me do it. Like, how am I... I have no idea. So me and Instagram, I just go and I check out people that I follow, kind of once in a while. I check it out. Yeah, they they change the whole dynamic I on don't Instagram. I don't have any idea how it works anymore. <laughs> like the plus is up at the top of the page now when you want to add to your feed, and then oh, like Twitter because okay. our Twitter is at Bloody Babbles. Um, we have over thirteen hundred followers. We're we're coming up on fourteen hundred real fast. There's. So many different podcasts that we follow on there. We love you, Tweeties. I do love my Tweet family. I mean, Auntie Gay, thank you yeah. for this episode because um, it's by you, Much for you, obliged. from you. Yes. Yes. Um, if you guys feel like you want to email us, uh, G or Gmail. 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 Chris, that would be great. Gmail. <laughs> Chris, that'd be great. <laughs> Bloody Babbles Podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to, yeah, like uh, people message me on Twitter, like, so that's not, that doesn't bother me. Um, Facebook, we get all your messages too. Um, Instagram, I get everything, and then haven't really got emails yet, but we'll get there one day. It's there. Um, I do a lot of interacting because we always, you know, we throw in a promo of some of my pod friends. I put them on at the end of every episode. Um, I know some of them put them in the middle, or some are like, hey, we're going to play this promo right now, but I always just throw, I throw them at the end. I feel like that's just, that's rude. No, I put them at the end because there are some really cool podcasts out there. I just got to keep my lineup to where I don't put, like, the same person, like, back to back to back. Because I've been nervous about doing that. But, yeah, I've got some wicked cool podcast friends that aren't true crime related. So, if you want to branch out. I don't know who I'll be putting on there this time. Um, but then, um, I mean, we have our Patreon. Um, that's up. I <laughs> <laughs> haven't done a whole lot with it. And I plan to. I have stories ready. I have four different cases on there. And I really want us to do that live. But I'm getting ready to be finally moving um back to the, my parents house and me and shauna will be in the same town so it'll be easy for us to go and like ditch my kid at her house and let her play <laughs> literally what's happening right now mm -hmm. um let him play with his cousins and then we can come over and yeah she's not ditching her kid i'm ditching my kids too yes so time away time away because which is probably why we don't speak well because like we're always around children yeah 
I'm being raised by a four-year-old, and soon an <laughs> infant is going to be in the in the loop too. So that'll. So yeah, in August things will be a little bit different. We're um, going to try to plan for that. Though, yes. Then, so. Probably going to do a lot of recording ahead. Yep. Um, yeah. But yeah, like us, review us on. Uh, you can do that on Apple Podcasts because I know we have a lot of Apple listeners. I don't think you can do that on Pandora, but we've had a lot of people who are like excited we're on Pandora. So if you don't know that, we are on Pandora. Pandora. iHeartRadio. We're on so many different Stitcher. We're on yeah, Spotify. Uh, Pretty but you much can anywhere you can listen to podcasts. podcasts. Yeah. However you're listening to it now, obviously yeah. we're on it. Yes. So exactly. Love you Keep so much. Um, Subscribe. I'm so glad this episode on the or the sound on this episode is not going to be what it was last week because that was an atrocity and yeah, we just didn't have apologize. time to re-record it yeah. and I'm like and we can fix it. We had I no tried. So it. I sat here for like 45 minutes mm-hmm. trying to fix it. It mm-hmm. was a late late night for us. Um, but yeah, so podchaser.com uh, slash Bloody Babbles podcast. You can go rate and review us there. Um, we got some really sweet uh, feedback from so many people and. We have two one-star ratings now on Apple Podcasts, and I'm just like, I just wish you would tell me why. <laughs> hey, and we have bracelets. We'll, we'll put, whether we yeah. do it this time or sooner than later. Yeah, we do um, have bracelets. Let's, let's take a picture of our bracelets, and we can just see yeah. what, if people would like to order them, and yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we definitely, yeah, we'll ship them out, um, and then... We have a lot. Because, I mean, and uh, we haven't really talked about it, but, like, we both have, we're both going to have P.O. boxes, so if you guys end up wanting to, like, write into us oh, or anything, yeah, yeah. too, like that, that way it doesn't, like, completely triangulate where we live. Right. It is what it is. What <laughs> so, but we, yeah, that's all we have is P.O. boxes here in the town that we live in, as if we haven't said it before, but I try not to, as after my house got broken into, I'm a little bit more careful, but, yeah, I think that, that's a whole nother story, so... Yeah. All right, my beautiful Babylonians, um, we love you so much. Yes, thanks for tuning and, in. Um, if you have friends in Connecticut or Delaware or Montana or Wyoming, tell them to just come listen to an episode so we can get <laughs> into all the Tell them to listen to this one because we just shouted them out. Yes. Call them I love them you, well, Montana. I love you, Wyoming. I love you, Connecticut. And I love saying Delaware. So, please. Hi. You know I'm what? I'm going to find Delaware. a Delaware case. No, you need to find the snippet from Wayne's World and just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is Hi, I'm in Delaware. Delaware. Okay. <laughs> when I find a Delaware case, we're gonna play that clip. Okay. Okay, until next time, you beautiful human. Babylon. What's good people? This your boy Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered. Always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Make sure you go subscribe, rate, and share it, and while you're at it, tell your friends tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out